Hey everyone! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Grappling with Popular Belief. Today I'm going to be talking about the current state that our world is in. I'm going to be grappling with the COVID-19 pandemic. I want to start by thinking about March 12th. For me, March 12th was my last day at work, which it may have been for many of you. I mentioned to you guys that I work in an elementary school. So I was walking through the hall and one of my favorite students came up to me. Her eyes were full of light and she spread her arms wide open to invite me in for a big hug. These moments are ones that I usually look forward to in my day, but today was not a good day for a hug. My stomach sank. I looked down at her and I found the words to say, I'm sorry, sweetie, but we cannot hug right now. She looked at me very confused with a deep frown. She didn't quite understand, but when I mentioned the virus, it seemed to make a little bit more sense to her. Then she asked if it would be okay if we talked tomorrow. My stomach sank once again. I never like to lie to my students or make promises that I can't keep, so I felt that I better be honest and let her know that I really didn't know if we would be in the building tomorrow. This was extra confusing for a fourth grader to try to process, but it was a good thing because we weren't in the building the next day. And so the beginning of this new world began. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the heaviness of these times. My decision to take you guys on this journey with me through this podcast is largely because of the amount of hate, shaming, and negativity that circulates our world on a regular basis. Right now is no exception. Although I'm exhausted from talking about the pandemic, spinning around through all of the anxiety, fear, anger, trauma everywhere right now, I knew it would be hard to start the journey of this podcast without making a quick stop at the COVID-19 pandemic. In between my initial planning of this episode and then actually recording this podcast, our world had another huge trauma. Our world has been turned upside down as another major racially charged instance occurred in which George Floyd was murdered by a police officer. This on top of so many other racial injustices that occur in our country every day has led to a much needed uprising, including very needed conversations, sharing of information and resources, and protests. As a white person, I come with inherent ignorance of the experiences of people of color. I have no idea what it feels like to carry the burden of countless injustices in every area of life, what it feels like to have to be constantly fearful of going for a run or being pulled over by a police officer, or facing discrimination in so many other daily activities. I am not going to allegate this episode to digging into this topic right now because I truly believe that I am not equipped to talk about these things because I don't understand them fully. I think right now is a really important time for reflection. Throughout 
my years of being a social worker, I've been looking at my own biases and exploring how I could be more active in this fight against discrimination. I'm not going to go into the specific things that I've been working on, but I will let you know that I have been using a variety of different resources and I've shared some of them on my blog on my website if you want to see what I found helpful. And if you are a person of color and you are listening, please know that I stand with you and I'm open to any suggestions that you may want to give in terms of how I can support you and be an ally. Something that I think is really important to acknowledge right now is that we are all internally, externally, experientially, extraordinarily different. You might be thinking, duh, Alyssa, Is that all you learned in all that schooling and work and stuff that you blabbed about during the first episode? Well, well, well. I truly believe that this truth is something that we put to the side way too often. I think that naturally we have a bit of a tendency to project our own experiences on other people. We might think, oh, this isn't hard for me, so why is this other person struggling with it so much? During the past few months, we have been continuously bombarded by different messages from the media, from our friends and families, from our colleagues, our employers. Everyone is telling everyone what we should be doing and then changing it and then changing it again. I don't know about you, but this constant tornado of messages has left me feeling all different kinds of ways. Sometimes I feel like I want to hide in a tiny dark cave away from everything and everyone. And other times, I feel like this is a gift. I feel like I'm blossoming. I feel like I need to be reflective and I can do all of these things and be super productive. I've been spending a lot of time talking with other people about this time and these struggles, as many of you probably have been doing. And I've heard so many different perspectives. Some friends are untangling the chaos of trying to plan big life events right now, like weddings. Some people have conquered huge house projects that they've been putting off for years. Some people have been feeling like this is the best time for them, that they really are able to internally explore and just spend really good quality time with their families. Some people are unraveling. Some people are really having a difficult time being fully isolated and not being able to go into work and do what they are used to doing and not having a routine. Some people are somewhere in between. I think that what's really hard for people is finding their place in all of it. It's hard to acknowledge that where you're at right now is okay. Whether you're thriving, whether you're struggling, whether you're somewhere in between, it's okay if you're not doing a ton or if you feel like you're not doing as much as other people. What you're doing is okay. When you feel guilty for ordering that online package or being the first one in your friend group to go and try out some patio dining, remember to be kind to yourself. When you're feeling guilty for the level of risk that you are taking or feeling guilty for coping in your own way, try to look at yourself with compassion rather than judgment. Look at that deep inner part of yourself and tell yourself it's okay. This is a really hard time right now and we are all dealing with huge changes in our lives as well as a lot of vicarious stress and trauma 
you may not even realize that people are truly being traumatized by the changes that are happening and all of the fear that is circulating around. Our nervous systems are in a heightened state. Many of us are functioning in survival mode. Having to continuously worry about ourselves, our safety, the safety of our family members, it can be very draining and it can be a hard way to poke around our daily lives. Finding normalcy, grounding, compassion with yourself is so important right now. And considering how we are all navigating this dark, scary, corn maze of a time right now, it's hard not to consider risk-taking. When we think about everyone's differences and how they are surviving, we can't overlook that everyone has different risk meters. We all have a meter, right? We grow up in an environment, we learn from our caregivers and our communities, and we decide what types of risks are we going to be taking throughout our lives. This can be guided by our values, our natural level of inhibition, our state of our mental health, many different things. Risk is something we calculate every single day, regardless of whether the world is turned upside down by a global pandemic or other terrible things, or whether it's just business as usual. Right now, risk is a little bit different because on a usual day, risk-taking is directly affecting us, but the effects that it's having on the other people in our systems, like our families and our supports, those effects are a little less direct. In this bizarre and unusual state that the world is currently in, when we take risks, there's a huge chance that it can affect other people, even people outside of our support systems. We all know that although exposing ourselves to a virus could have a negative impact on us, it could also spread to other people. When you're in a situation that could affect your own health and safety, it's no surprise that people are walking around with a heightened state of fear and probably feeling a big loss of control. When we walk around in this state, it becomes hard to focus, hard to be creative, hard to be affectionate. Then we might get angry at ourselves for not being productive enough or showing our love to our supports in the right ways. This is where I challenge you to slow that process. See if you can catch yourself getting into that state. Look for the signs that your body will give you when you're walking around throughout your day. Try to notice if your shoulders are living really up high by your ears. Is your jaw clenched? Are your fists tight? Is your breathing really shallow and fast? Try to catch those things and, and try to maybe slow down your breathing. Try to relax those muscles and literally say some nice things to yourself. It may sound kind of silly, but we hang out with ourselves all day. So if we're going to hang out with someone all day, it'd be nice if they weren't super mean. So try to be compassionate with yourself. Before anything else, we have to have self-compassion. Also, consider that we really don't know other people's struggles right now. We, we really don't know how certain people are coping during this chaotic time. And, and we may be quick to judge someone when we see them getting on a plane or having a big party. We might immediately jump to anger and frustration. 
It might be hard to notice this directly, but that's coming from a place of fear. A lot of the time, those feelings are not just those feelings. They are fear. Fear is underneath them, and you're fearing for your own health and for your loved ones, which is a super rational fear. It can definitely be explored a little bit more deeply before firing off at someone, maybe just implicitly in your head, maybe on your keyboard, or out loud. If you can find yourself in a state where you're calm and you're not in that fight or flight mode where you're all tensed up and your heart is pounding so fast, you might be able to shift your brain to a more creative way of thinking so that you can be strategic and think about that fear that you have that underlies your daily life. Use it to be thoughtful. How can you mold and shape your environment to help you feel more safe and nurtured when there is so much risk in the world right now? What are your values? Base your risk-taking calculations off of what is most important in your life. Understand that it's going to be different for everyone, and you can really only control your own actions. Finally, I have to acknowledge that this time is traumatic. I think people really struggle with the word trauma because they tend to think that it has to be something really intense, like really big car accident or a big explosion or something like that, but trauma is different for everyone. Think about it like this. You may have a car accident and you may feel like your life hasn't really changed since the car accident. Maybe your car got a little bit of damage and maybe you're pretty frustrated because you had to put some money into fixing up your car. But then you have a friend or family member who also got into a car accident that was about the same intensity. This family member or friend, they're not able to get into their car. They are completely upset and they are completely terrified about driving, about getting in a car. They're having flashbacks and nightmares and other trauma-related symptoms. It may be confusing for you to see someone go through a similar experience to you and react so differently but that's just how people are wired. We are all so different and we all react to things very differently. Similar to a car accident, this pandemic has been different for everyone. Some people might be doing really well, as I said before, and some people might really be unraveling with the isolation and trying to have some time with someone in person that they care about might be the only way for them to cope and something that I cannot fail to mention in this podcast, after talking about a lot of kind of heavy stuff, is the amount of incredible things that people have been doing throughout this pandemic to help others. Y'all, it fills my heart to see people who are doing things like bringing free meals to families living in poverty, celebrities reaching out and sending messages to schools and trying to support seniors who are graduating in such a non-traditional way and just seeing the amount of charity that's being given out by companies companies giving out free fitness classes online education other resources i mean a lot of companies are really struggling right now with the economic impact of all of these changes Whenever we can, I think it's great to try to find the heroes in the situation, you know, the people who are doing all of these things to help. 
the frontline workers who are going into hospitals or into grocery stores or into restaurants, even though they know they are taking risks. There is no way to escape the tragedy that are these times. Life will truly never be the same. And right now, it feels lucky when we are able to scoop up little amounts of normalcy in this obscure new world. There are a lot of things beating us down right now. And right now, it's important for us to work together. Socially distance, of course. <laughs> Remember that social distancing doesn't have to always mean fully isolating. Reach out to friends, reach out to family members however you can. Find ways to stay connected in a safe way. And be kind to yourself, always. All right, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of my podcast. These first two episodes have been a little bit unique and a little bit different from what the rest of the episodes are going to be like. So next month, I'm going to get into a controversial topic that I think will be really fun to grapple with. It is whether or not money buys happiness. I know that a lot of people have strong feelings about this in all different directions, and I think it'll be a really fun one to talk about. So let me know your thoughts about this idea, and please reach out on Instagram. You can check out my website. I have blogs that you can comment on. So just reach out and let me know your thoughts, and I'll be asking lots of questions about it and collecting a lot of information leading up to publishing the episode. Again, my Instagram handle is grappling with popular belief, no spaces, and my website is grapplingpopularbelief.com. I'm so excited to hear what you all have to say about this, so please reach out and I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening and stay safe, everyone.